Well, folks, the attempts to keep Donald Trump off of the 2024 presidential ballot are actually heating up in states across the nation with liberal activists trying to get Trump removed from the ballot using section three of the 14th amendment, which I assume at this point, everybody is familiar with that and we don't have to get in, but basically if you're an insurrectionist or if you supported insurrectionists, either material or materially or vocally, you're barred from ever holding office again in the United States. That's the section three in a nutshell. Uh, so you've got these groups out there. You've got lawyers that are filing legal challenges using that section three of the 14th amendment to try to keep Trump off the ballot. But one thing these leftists didn't take into consideration is the brain power of all those MAGA supporters out there who are not so happy that Donald Trump could be removed from the ballot. So they putting their collective minds together have come up with a brilliant plan. And that brilliant plan, according to new reports is that these Trump supporters are simply going to write Trump in anyway. So you can ban him from the ballot. If you like, they're just going to write his name in and boom, then he gets to be president again. Ha ha. Take that. United States constitution. Here's what some of them said. <laughs> a lot of Americans will write in Trump if he is illegally removed off the ballot. That being said, it's more likely than not SCOTUS will block efforts to kick Trump off the ballot in America. The people, not the deep state choose the president. Another Trump supporter wrote on Twitter quote, if Trump is removed from the ballot, I will write him in. And of course you have other Trump supporters trying to have this movement gain momentum to where, Hey, even if they block him from the ballot, we'll just write him in because apparently that's how the 14th amendment works. Nope. No, you see the 14th amendment isn't about ballot access. Okay. That's what these idiots don't seem to understand. The 14th amendment is about being barred from holding public office. So even if Let's, let's, uh, let's make a lot of assumptions for a moment here. So let's assume first and foremost that these ballot challenges are successful and that it does go all the way to the Supreme court. The Supreme court says, yep, you supported an insurrection. You're no longer allowed to hold office in the United States. So let's assume that that happens first. And again, we won't even get that far, but let's assume that that happens. And they say, yes, 14th amendment applies. Trump can't hold office in the United States. So then let's assume that there is this massive movement from Trump supporters, millions and tens and tens of millions of them that write Trump in and somehow he gets enough votes to actually win. Guess what happens then? He's barred from holding office under the 14th amendment. The 14th amendment, as I said, is not about ballot access. It's about literally being barred under us law from holding office in the first place. So these idiots don't understand that even if you write him in, he would still be legally ineligible to serve as the president of the United States. Hell, if he's barred under the 14th amendment, he's legally barred from even being elected as a dog catcher. That's what the 14th amendment is. But these people are so dumb. They don't realize that. Now, as I said, getting it to the Supreme court, uh, first and foremost is going to be a Herculean task. 
And we got a six, three conservative majority with three of those conservative justices being appointed by Donald Trump. Do you honestly think that that Supreme court is going to bar Donald Trump from holding office? No, they're not. So this is all wishful thinking, you know, not to downplay the significance of the 14th amendment. I do personally believe that Trump should be barred under the 14th amendment. I think it's kind of crystal clear, but I also know that this Supreme court doesn't care about what the law actually says. So it doesn't matter what I think or what I feel because I'm not on that court. I don't get to make that decisions. They do and they'll never do it. But even if they do, Trump's idiot followers swear they have this foolproof plan to somehow circumvent the constitution itself. This week, during a telethon that was being held for 16 fake Trump electors in the state of Michigan, MyPillow CEO, Mike Lindell, had his opportunity to speak during this telethon. And for some reason, instead of making it about the 16 Michigan fake electors that they're trying to raise money for, Mike Lindell immediately turned the focus back to himself, right? Everything is all about Mike Lindell. But what he told this crowd was rather shocking. According to Mike Lindell, he's essentially broke and he is millions and millions of dollars in debt. The pillow company ain't doing so well. And he has apparently blown through his personal fortune with his attempts to overturn the results of the 2020 election or somehow prove fraud that has repeatedly been proven to not exist. On top of that, he is facing $4 billion in defamation lawsuits, but we get to that in just a moment. But here's what Lindell told the crowd. They've taken me down just in a bigger way. So he's already like, he's starting off by like, oh, they're trying to take you down. Well, they took me down in a bigger way. I've had to borrow millions of dollars this summer. I've never been in debt like this for a long, long time. When they weaponize the government against us, it seems like it's insurmountable. And these people that don't have the resources like you say that I had, I don't have any more, but I had. Kind of sounds like you're, you're trying to get people to give you money <laughs> instead of giving money to the 16 fake electors that were supposed to be the focus of this telethon. Now, earlier this year, Mike Lindell had said that he had to borrow $10 million to keep the pillow company going. And then he kind of backtracked a week or so later talking about like, oh no, business is doing great. We're making more money than ever. Oh, it's wonderful. Everything's hunky dory. So he's gone back and forth, right? He's been waffling like, oh my God, the end is near and boof, we're doing so wonderful. It's great. Every, everybody loves my pillows, but this one seems a little more real, right? This one kind of seems like he might've accidentally been telling the truth. And I know that's difficult with Mike Lindell because again, he's waffled on this back and forth all year. But if what he is saying is accurate, if he does not have the money to go forward, then he's pretty much screwed because here's what will happen. As I had mentioned, he is facing roughly $4 billion in defamation lawsuits from the two voting machine companies, Dominion and Smartmatic. Dominion 1.3 billion, Smartmatic 2.7 billion. Now he is not the only defendant in those lawsuits. So he personally is not going to be hit with $4 billion in judgments, um, but it'll be hit with a fraction of that. 
even though those amounts of course will go down, we've seen from the Fox news settlement that even if they go down by half, hell dude, you're still looking at 700 million and you'll have to pay a third of that, which by the way, according to what I've seen on the internet, that's like your entire net worth. But if you don't have that money, here's what happens. He would be forced to liquidate his assets. One of his assets, of course, is the actual MyPillow company. And that may be the only asset that he really has that has any kind of significant value. So if he does not have the cash to pay these verdicts that he will be hit with from these voting machine companies, they could order him to sell that pillow company or, and this is something I had read and I think I discussed roughly, you know, maybe six months ago, maybe a year ago, the court could rule that control of the pillow company goes to the voting machine company. So my pillow could end up being owned by Dominion or Smartmatic or a combination of the two. But if Lindell is out of money and he knows that these massive judgments verdicts are coming up in the near future, the fate of my pillow is literally on the line at this point. And when it's all said and done, he might not be the my pillow guy anymore. New York Attorney General Letitia James is getting sick and tired of Donald Trump and his kids and their lawyers filing the same idiotic legal motions over and over and over again, only for the courts to repeatedly and routinely smack down these same arguments again and again and again. So this week, Letitia James in a court filing asked the judge overseeing her upcoming fraud trial, would you please go ahead and sanction these a-holes for us because they keep filing the same arguments that you have already thrown out. They're trying to delay. They're trying to waste all of our time. Please punish them. So they stop. And she is seeking a relatively small amount, right? $10,000 from Trump's lawyers and then $10,000 from Trump and his two idiot sons. So not a big price tag, maybe not even enough of a price tag to get them to stop, but she wants the judge to do something, maybe anything to get them to stop filing these motions. Cause she also points out that one of the motions that they have filed has literally been smacked down three separate times by not just that judge, but also the appellate courts. And by the way, that claim that they keep trying to refile is that Letitia James does not have the authority to sue them. Like the democratically elected attorney general of a state, they have made the legal argument that she doesn't have the power to file a lawsuit. She doesn't have the jurisdiction to file a lawsuit in her own state. She pointed out, this is hilarious. She said that these claims were borderline frivolous. Even the first time defendants made them <laughs> and said that their brief was to quote the baseball saga, Lawrence, Peter, uh, Barra deja vu all over again. So she's telling the judge, listen, they keep coming to you. They make these motions. They put these filings in court. And every time one side issues a filing in court, the other side is required to respond. So her time 
as the attorney general of one of the largest states by population in the country is having to waste time responding to all of these frivolous motions that these people are filing. And the court has told them time and time and time again, that these arguments are stupid and frivolous, but so far they have not been sanctioned for this. And that's what has to happen, right? We've seen it happen with other lawsuits with Donald Trump. I mean, he's been sanctioned. Alina Haba was sanctioned for filing the same idiotic legal argument over and over. So it's about time for it to happen in this one as well, because do you know what happened last time after Haba and Trump got sanctioned? They stopped doing it. Now, of course, that one was for a couple hundred thousand dollars between the two of them. So that was a pretty big sanction. James is only asking for, you know, 10,000 here, 10,000 there, but whatever it is, it needs to be done. It should have been done a long time ago. They should not have had the opportunity to refile these motions one right after the other, just saying the same thing in different words, but it is what it is. James is getting pissed. And I can tell you when you've got the attorney general that is suing you getting super pissed off, typically not the kind of situation that's going to end well for your client. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.